today on Ag News Daily. Today we're delivering insights to help agronomists to make better prescriptions on practices and biological applications mainly uh, to their clients. Uh, what we want is to automatize this process. Good morning, listeners. Today's Ag News Daily episode is brought to you by Mystic Lubricants. For a look at their full range of top quality products, visit mysticlubes.com. That is M-Y-S-T-I-K-Lubes.com. Tanner Winterhoff joined virtually by Delaney Howell on this first day of November 2022. How's Delaney doing? It's hard to believe that we're into November, Tanner. It is. And then uh, I'm sure on Friday, we will remind our listeners as well, but daylight savings time is coming up this weekend. I was wondering about that. So we fall back. Is that right? We gain an extra hour. Okay. We gain an extra hour of sleep or like, if you're like me, you just wake up an extra hour early (laughs) Sunday morning. Okay. Well, I'll probably try and take advantage of that extra hour myself. (laughs) I was only going to imagine that. It just seems like the people that are wired like I am, your sleep rhythm doesn't change. You just now fight being up at four o'clock in the morning instead of five o'clock. That's fun for you. Even after last night's candy <laughs> haul, huh? You still are up up early. I did a good job of, of regulating myself. I <laughs> uh, had a good night. The girls did a good job. We have now enough candy to get us through the next parade, which is in the spring. So mm. I feel like uh, maybe with a little bit of extra push out of the stockings at Christmas, but we've got plenty of candy in the house. Well, Tanner, diving into some news for today, we got a big upset last night or yesterday, I should say. Officially, the Brazilian election is over and President Bolsonaro has been defeated by former President Lula, who will now step back into office. Tanner, it sounds like neither of these two candidates were particularly great options. Of course, Lula has served some time in uh, prison. And Bolsonaro was seen as being pretty extreme right wing, whereas Lula is pretty extreme left wing for Brazilian politics. And this has really caused some extreme backlash across the country. There are protests already after this runoff election that occurred. Truckers posted some videos calling for a military coup and uh, roadblocks in farm states are going to potentially interrupt grain shipments, Tanner, from the country. So certainly a lot of backlash after this election was uh, listening to some Brazilians go back and forth in a WhatsApp group I'm part of. And yes, neither option was particularly wonderful, but Lula is definitely a little bit of the softer candidates compared to Bolsonaro. He has made pledges to overturn many of Bolsonaro's policies, including pro-gun measures and the weak protection that we saw on the Amazon rainforest, which allowed a lot of farmers to convert farmland or Amazon rainforest land into farmland. But um, environmentalists and sustainable investors, of course, were happy with that announcement. So he is technically due to take office on January 1st, but really could start to see the transition happen as early as today, starting to see that come through. So Bolsonaro apparently hasn't even made any sort of like a um, a loser's speech. That's not the right word, Tanner. What's the word I'm looking for? Concession. Yes, thank you. He has not made a concession speech yet, but Lula, of course, took 
the time to uh, share an election or a candidate speech. And that's that. So could be interesting here to see how this moves forward for the country of Brazil. Yeah, they, the Brazil's Federal Highway Police reported last night that there were over 321 protests blocking roads in 26 states mm. already. Truckers obviously were one of the groups that benefit a lot from Bolsonaro and his policies, such as lowering diesel costs and repair costs. So their concern now is if Lula jumps in there and reverses some of these policies, will fuel prices go up and will that cause more shutdowns? of the roadways but if you come back here and talk trucking in the u.s domestic u.s shipping demand is receding freight rates are falling the wall street journal reported yesterday that they see a sign in shifting demand by overstocked retailers now that have uh, their warehouses full this is an interesting time of year to see prices and demand receding as we're going into the holidays of course, this could potential cut down, be cut down in inbound shipping as we struggle to get things to our ports. But the Wall Street Journal is continuing to report that tr- trucking executives say so far the spot market business is what is falling. Contracts are still remaining in place. So larger shippers with long-term contracts will be okay. But they expect to see the volume rise after the holidays, after some of this inventory gets burnt through but interesting there to see what the trucking front looks like here on the u.s side but i want to jump into some weather really fast delaney as we see here the upper northwest is looking at potential snow this week so the western united states and canadian prairies could potential to have severe weather storms and or severe winter weather storms and then As they push into the unseasonably warm Midwest and Central Plains, we could see some strong rain Thursday into Friday. So it'll be interesting to follow this weather pattern as moisture continues to push up out of the Gulf and see what kind of unseasonable weather we can get here in Iowa in November. That's certainly not ideal. I'm not quite ready for snow yet, Tanner. Well, at least it won't be here for us. We're talking the upper Northwest. So you're uh, I know. Canadian I'm just border, saying still. in general, not ready for that. <laughs> no, I, I would agree. But what our listeners can be ready for is a message from our partner today. Since 1922, Mystic Lubricants has been providing superior performance and protection for farmers who demand the most out of their equipment. Today, Mystic continues to develop products in real world conditions that are specially formulated to meet the unique demands of your specialized machines. They provide advanced protection for engine longevity and are the choice of people who make a living working the land. Learn more about Mystic products at mysticlubes.com. That's M-Y-S-T-I-K lubes.com. Well, Tanner, diving back into some news here. Of course, yesterday we got the USDA crop progress report, which noted that we are three quarters of the way done here with U.S. corn harvest as of October 30th. 76% of the U.S. corn has been harvested, which is well ahead of the five-year average, which typically this time of year, Tanner, we're only about 64% harvested. Soybeans are also significantly ahead of the five-year average with 88% complete as of October 30th. And the five-year average typically pegs us at about 78% for this time of year. 
We also saw that the USDA reported 87% of winter wheat has been planted, up 8% from the past week, and slightly ahead of the five-year average, which is at 85%, Tanner. But we also saw, Tanner, of course, yesterday ended things for the fall insurance crop price, for the harvest price option. This is quite the anomaly, first time since 2012 that the Price average price of new crop corn for the month of October was averaged higher than the spring crop insurance price. And yesterday, we officially got word that the fall price, uh, the fall price of corn and crop insurance calculations, will be the highest since 2012 at six dollars and eighty six cents. Soybeans, of course, were not higher than their spring price, but corn certainly was. Tanner. Yeah, I had seen that article as well and of course forwarded that to many of my customers because that will certainly adjust how their policies are calculated this fall but we continue to keep a close eye on avian influenza we have another report out of iowa of course this contagion has not gone away this iowa farm on monday reported a commercial lay egg laying operation in north central iowa with more than 1.1 million layers, was hit by avian influenza. The 2022 outbreak has get, gotten close to reaching those 2014 and 15 levels, which were devastating. Farms and backyards are continuing to be hit hard, but Delaney, the North Dakota State University Extension Office, is cautioning farmers who hunt, especially those who are hunting waterfowl, as they may provide more risks to their flocks. So now that this Wright County, Iowa farm has been added to the mix, there it was the first case reported since September 21st in Colorado. The USDA is stating that prior to this, we had seen 580 flocks confirmed with more than 252 commercial farms Going back all the way to February 2022, cases have been reported in 43 states right now and nearly affecting 49 million birds. So uh, this case added to that number, Delaney, we've now shot up over 50 million birds infected. Tanner, I think I'm pretty close to being out of news for today. What about you? Last piece I have I will get to here is continuing to watch weather in Argentina and Brazil. So we are still cold in Argentina that is delaying the progress of the crop there. Of course, they have more than adequate soil moisture, which is uh, due to rainfall, but the dry weather and cool temps are really stressing out the Argentina area. Brazil rainfall has now come to some of their northeastern growing areas to improve their moisture levels. But again, continuing to watch the temperatures as the cold weather will likely slow the growth and germination of that crop. The cold weather likely could potentially cause issues for frost on those young, small plants. So even though we've had good crop progress report here in uh, the United States, Delaney, and we get news coming out of Russia, pulling out of the grain trade deal, we can't forget about our South American friends as well. But before we get into the markets today, let's pause one more time for a message from our sponsor. Since 1922, Mystic Lubricants has been providing superior performance and protection for farmers who demand the most out of their equipment. Today, Mystic continues to develop products in real-world conditions that are specially formulated to meet the unique demands of your specialized machines. 
They provide advanced protection for engine longevity and are the choice of people who make a living working the land. Learn more about Mystic products at mysticlubes.com. That's M-Y-S-T-I-K lubes.com. Well, Tanner, here in the overnight, we're certainly seeing some mixed trade after yesterday's huge moves to the upside. New crop corn heading into the open here will open at 690 and three quarters, down about three quarters of a penny in the overnight. New crop soybeans added 16 and a quarter cents to open here this morning at 1423. In the wheat pits, the December Chicago contract will open two cents lower at 880 and a quarter and in livestock. Yesterday, we saw things close here. Pretty much weakness across the entire complex. The December live cattle contract will open at 152.47 and a half. The November, excuse me, the January feeder cattle contract will open 92 and a half cents lower at 179.45. And December lean hogs will open this morning at 84.92 and a half. Now, Tanner, today is, of course, Tech Tuesday. So we've got to kick it over to your conversation. Listeners, we are here with Adrian Ferrero, CEO and co-founder of Biome Makers. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure to be here today. Well, just to give us a little bit of your background, tell us how the word co-founder kind of comes with the idea that you and your co-founder came up with the idea for this company. So what's your background and what led you and your co-founder to create this? So uh, on myself, I'm bachelor in economic science and master in environmental technologies. And after working for about 10 years uh, as consultant for innovation, I decided to join my childhood friend, Alberto Acedo. We're originally from, from Spain, from the northwest of Spain, a rural area where agriculture, corn and sugar beets are very important. And we decided to leverage our complementary skills. Alberto is PhD in molecular biology. And I already mentioned my background as consultant in innovation and created our first company, uh, leveraging a, a new technology called DNA sequencing. This first company was focusing human diseases, a diagnostic center. And after growing that company, we sold it and decided to apply the personalized medicine concept into agriculture because we realized that there was a, a gap, a, a value that we could deliver to all the growers by connecting them to, to the soil life. No? And we decided to start this in, in California because we were lucky to enter into the Illumina Accelerator program in San Francisco. And that was the beginning of everything seven years ago already. Wow, that, I can't believe it was seven years ago. I was just looking at the website. It looks like the company is paving the way in agriculture. So for our listeners, could you tell them exactly what you do and how it affects agriculture? Yes, somehow we decided to bet uh, to develop this new technology combining, well, uh, state-of-the-art um, developments that were already available. On one hand, we use DNA sequencing to digitalize, literally, to generate data on the biology of the soil. And we use the soil microbes as a bioindicator of everything that is happening in the soil. Because if we want to measure the health of the soil, only living things can be healthy, right? So measuring the life of the soil should be related to the living population of the soil. And then it comes to straight mark microbes because they are the perfect biosensor and the perfect uh, biomarker 
on all the functions, all the biological activities happening in the cell that are related to, to plant growth. So once we have the, the data, the biological data, then we use advanced computing technologies to really understand and uh, turn this, let's say, taxonomic information, so the name of the different microbes that populate the soil, into functional profiles of the soil, understanding how that soil is, for instance, uh, mobilizing the different nutrients to feed the plants or threatening the plants with different diseases or protecting the plants from diseases. So all the bioactivities that are happening. And this is what uh, we did, no? very quick, connect the digital world to, to the soil life. So Adrian, my biggest question looking at your website and the bee crop test is what's the biggest difference in this and normal soil testing that we've been doing for years? Yeah, let me just give you an example of a uh, human tests. No, you can do a blood test and then you can get some indicators which are good no, to, to make certain decisions. But then uh, there are other ways to measure your body activity. No, If you want to know if you are lactose tolerance or if you are diabetic or your heart rate is working properly, then you do uh, different tests. So this is what we do. We do a whole check of the biological activity, the pathways, the metabolism happening in the soil at once. And traditional soil testing is more looking on the physical chemical load and structure of the soil. So different dimensions, fully complementary for sure. But yeah, different ways to look at the soil. The missing piece for sure was the, the living the living part. Right. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of anybody doing something like this. So I'm glad we get to share that with our listeners. But what has this been just done on a couple of crops? Have you tested this on, on a lot of acres? What's the scope look like so far? This has been a, a journey. So seven years, as you can imagine, might look not a long time, but it's been very intense uh, from the activity point of view. So we started uh, with testing the technology and uh, proving the value of the technology in one crop, which was uh, vineyards. So working a lot with wineries very close to, to San Francisco, all the Napa, Sonoma, Russian rivers. So we have amazing uh, wine regions in, in California. But once we understood the whole value that we could deliver, we started to expand to other crops. Today, we have around 140 different crops active in our database. We can proudly say it also that we have the largest database of soil microbiomes worldwide. So global database, because we are currently receiving samples from anywhere in the world, well, mostly from 45 different countries. Uh, but still the highest, uh, so the more samples that we receive are usually from corn, soy, uh, wheat, so some specialty crops like almonds, uh, citrus, a lot of fruits, and tropical crops as cacao, coffee, bananas are growing very quick as well. So with this huge scope that y'all seem to already be on, 40 countries, you said 140 crops analyzed, what is next for biomakers? What are the goals for the future? Well, uh, closing the circle, that's that's the idea. Today, we're delivering insights to help agronomists to make better prescriptions on practices and biological applications mainly uh, to their clients. Uh, what we want is to automatize 
this process. So if we can provide uh, an, an advanced assistant to agronomists uh, using AI technologies and even list or rank the best applications or the applications that are going to work the best in terms of yield and sustainability of the field, that's the goal. That's what we are working with uh, all our clients. And probably by the end of next year, I will have a proper pool of inputs to, to recommend. Hey, this has been great. I know it's always a short tease for our listeners when we come across the new technology, but if they want to learn more about you and your company, what's the best way for them to find that out? I would say digital tools are all uh, currently the best way to communicate. Uh, we're a very open company. Our website, biomimakers.com, uh, contains a lot of information. We're very active also in social networks. So just be sure you type biomimakers in, in a searcher or our technology is called Bicrop. That's the, the global soil health platform. And uh, they can find more information, Bicrop. Well, Adrian, again, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you very much for giving us this space to share uh, what we're doing to, to make this work a little bit better. Delaney, that definitely puts tech into agriculture. It's fun to see how granular they can get with the data and the science in the soils, as well as making sure that we get maximized resources we have. Another great, fun Tech Tuesday interview. It might have been a little bit difficult to understand. So if you're listening at one and a half times speed, go back, slow it down to one, and pick up every piece of that one. But Delaney, what do you say for today? Should we let the listeners go? Let's let them go.